the sausage hut. Hey, this is High Pitch Eric, and you're listening to the Sausage Hut Podcast with Johnny Kielbasa. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kielbasa. Podcasts, 30 days, raging on, straight into the fall of civilization, straight into the depths of winter, straight to the bottom of the flood, straight to the top of the fire, straight to the end of the needle that gives you the vaccine that'll keep your dumbass out of the hospital. Cut one, cut two, football's back. That's right, and if you're hearing that beautiful music, it could only mean one thing, the long fucking wait is over for football season. Is back up on us. And I'm Johnny Kilbasa on Twitter, Johnny Kilbasa Rocks on Instagram. And you're listening to Fantasy Football for Rossita. Season four? The best goddamn football, fantasy football podcast out there. Part of the best football, part of the best podcast network on the face of the earth. And part of 30 podcasts in 30 days. Nowhere else are you going to hear that crazy bullshit. And I'm the only person who can give it to you. Because I'm Johnny motherfucking Kibasa. And it wouldn't be football season unless we were going to do a football minute. And we're not even playing football yet. But I'm going to do a football minute. New season, new uniforms, new ball, same ferocity. Week zero in the NFL, week one in college, Labor Day week in America. Let it all burn or flood or die of COVID. I don't care anymore because it's football season. America drafted its rosters this week. How did you do? Of course you outdrafted anyway because that's what you do. Hopefully the waiver wire is already underway because you mistakenly drafted J.K. Dobbins in round 12. Don't. Why does Alabama have to be so good every goddamn year? It's just not fair. War Eagle trounce Mac Powerhouse, the Akron Zips. Nice strength of schedule there, Tigers. The Bulldogs knocked off Clemson. I like seeing Dabo Sweeney lose. Nice strengths of schedule there, Tigers. Texas A&M took care of another Mac powerhouse. Kent State can't pass, can't run. Kent State, the Ohio State Buckeyes headed north to blow up a fight. The Golden Gophers wide 904 yards of offense in that one. Notre Dame and Florida State had an old school throwdown showdown. Neither of them will be a factor come December. Number eight, Cincinnati looking like a legitimate contender. Of course, just about anyone would look like a legitimate contender against Mac powerhouse. Miami of Ohio. And the NFL season starts Tonight, Dak, go week one. That's right. We're kicking it off hard and fast. And instead of kicking it into the end zone, we're going to kick it into the two-yard line because we want our kickoff team to run down the field and knock your ass out. And, of course, in the red corner, fighting out of... The beach. America's foremost prognosticator of football. 
fantasy football and hitting that gong like it's his job. The return of America's commissioner. America's commissioner banging the gong. Oh my gosh. Back where he belongs. We've had him doing all kinds of off off season shit that he loved doing, but this is what he was born to do, Michi. What's going on, Burr? 2021 NFL football. 2021 fantasy football. 2021, let's survive and thrive and have the distraction that we need, the dedication to something that is a little less serious than day-to-day life, and I know a lot of listeners just turned off with that comment, and I don't care. It is time to get down with fantasy football ferocity in the sausage huts. It's here, it's now, and people, let's help you win a couple dollars in the sports book. People, let's help you win your fantasy league week to week. Mr. Kavasa, let me ask you a question. Sure. You're drafted, you're complete, your team is, is as it should be, and you're ready for week one in all your leagues. Yeah. And... Do you have any regrets of your 2021 draft? Is there anything you didn't do? Is there anything you see after the fact? So we have a little commiseration here, perhaps. I went in with a different approach this year. Well, I mean, the same formula, but I I got I got Patrick Mahomes stolen from me early in both leagues. Which hey, I was sitting I was sitting back far because I made the semifinals in both leagues. So I was sitting there going, you know, everybody's thinking that they should go back, running back, but uh shit man. Everybody's thinking they should go running back, running back, running back, but you know someone's gonna take Patrick Mahomes and my arch nemesis was sitting there right at number two and you didn't think he would take he didn't think he would take him. You think he thought he would take his boy Ezekiel? I was pretty sure he wasn't going to do that. I was pretty sure he was going to take Patrick Mahomes. It's it's a good move, and it's also the great heel move to affect me because I don't think anybody else. Well, I don't know. You might have taken him if 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 he hadn't. But anyway, it got down to me. And instead of going running back in both leagues, I had a lot of the same picks. I got two leagues, and I made a lot of the same picks in both leagues. And I'm going all in on a bunch of rookies, rookies. Yes. So you I, have uh, you have the good fortune of being in a couple of leagues for let's call it a generation or so, and the importantness of the conversation, people, is that you have people in your league who will go out of their way to fuck you, <laughs> and in every draft, I wish there were there some women someone, that did that instead of the people in my fantasy league. Well, you see, you see, that's a personal approach, and we're here for the recreation of football. There are people in every league that says, no, Mr. Kielbasa and the Bane, the monkey's Bane, as it were, those two will go at it, and they will play off each other, and it adds the element of camaraderie and viciousness to our fantasy football league 
the PSL paid people. And I hope each of you can experience that competitiveness, camaraderie. You could be like our group is. We are in different parts of the country. Uh, Mr. Cabasa, you are 2,000 plus miles away from the man who took your man, Patrick Mahomes. But I'm happy because so, I went. So I, I went when it came down to me, I went Aaron Rodgers, and I'm happy with Aaron Rodgers. I definitely didn't go. I'm sacrificing an RB1 in the first round in both leagues. I'm going, I want my quarterback. If, if it's not Mahomes, I got to take Aaron Rodgers from you, Michi. Even though me and Aaron Rodgers were around, and then he had some so so years, but then he came back and won the MVP. And I really think he's going to stick it up everybody's caboose in green bay this year and say look i'm just gonna live my best life he better anyway and then so i'm already down an rb and i go straight to Najee harris a rookie from pittsburgh talk about not don't draft with your heart i mean i'm not i'm drafting somebody from my arch nemesis but you know what i don't do i don't ever draft bengals but Najee harris my second round pick in both leagues so there you go that's my guy. And then and, you, and then third, I went Terry McLaurin. And fourth, I went Kyle Pitts. So I went QB, RB, WRTE, Mishy. How about you? I have, I have two gongs for that particular setup. What you have is you covered your base positions with a, number ones. You got your end, and they were your guys. And people, if you're new to fantasy football, learn this. Get your guys and enjoy that you can have them on your fantasy football team. If your league has keepers, vote to abolish it because every year should be a fresh start in fantasy football. Every year is a new year in the pro game. Again, it should be as well in fantasy football. As for me, I go down to traditional two running backs because there is a – can I use a big word? Yes. Dearth. An absolute lack of RB talent. And uh, I was number three because my year was distracted. In some measure, I took Travis Henry sitting there wonderfully. It loops right around to me, Mr. Kibasa, and Mr. Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, of the Indianapolis Colts is looking at me and saying, Mishy, I'm your boy. I'm dropping in the draft. I must have, instead of waiting the obligatory 45 seconds to be a prick, as many people who drafted do. A prick. Prick. Mishy knew his pick, pushed the button faster perhaps than I've pushed any button, or banged a gong. Yeah, yeah. And I walked away with Derrick Henry and Mr. Taylor as my starting two running backs. And I I can outdraft you. And anyone finding wide receivers, but my reputation is for finding running backs. And I am going to basically have a lot of fun and win a lot of fantasy football games with those two men on my roster. There you go. And I fill it out as we go. I was watching our draft, Mr. Kilboss. I'm laughing because I'm Michi and that's the way it goes. And I'm saying, man, that's a pretty good pick. And I'm saying, man, that's a fucked up pick. And my turn comes around in the third round and there were a couple quarterbacks. Mr. Mahomes went. Um, um, your guy from Green Bay. Um, Mr. Who used Rogers to be your went. guy. You stole him from me. Now I'm guy. stealing him back. That's all right. That's all right. He had an MVP, baby. MVP drama queen of the offseason and MVP. Totally. Hey, last and year, he's going out with a bang. Uh, and then for some reason, Herbert Eaton Sherbert out there in San Diego went off the board. 
And I go through the second round, get my running backs. I'm very happy. And I'm looking, I'm saying, you know, it's three picks to Matt Ryan. I ain't doing this. So I jumped and I picked up uh, perhaps the best running back on my team, Lamar Jackson. Mm, There it is. And I'm going for, uh, I'm going in our league, it's a non-PPR. And it is basically a touchdown and production-driven league. May I say something about our league, Mr. Kilbasa? Sure. And this is a non-sponsor. But there's a thing called Fantrax who has a league. And there is one adjustment that um, NFL.com does not have that Fantrax have. And I don't like PPR, but I like the idea of rewarding players for first downs in terms of creativity of how you score points. And they offer that there. And in some future iteration where everybody has to be drafted and it's not and it's best ball, I will add that to the amazing scoring. There are many options. You don't happen to have a CBS Sports uh, Fantasy Football League, do you? Yeah, and that's my other league. So, I, yeah, I other league with a bunch of the, And if you tune into uh, the podcast from a couple days ago, everybody, Fantasy Draft Madness, me and the Meat Master went through the live draft in our league, and it's pot, packed full of technological issues and hilarity from the Meat Master trying to figure shit out. And then we just roll through, and you can hear all my picks in, in that league. Aaron Rodgers, Najee Harris, Trey Sermon, Julio Jones, Terry McLaurin, Kyle Pitts, Ravens T, Harrison Butker. And I also went with the rookie from the New Jersey Jets, Mishy. Elijah Moore. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a bang of gong for that quick read. Did you know CBS Sports Fantasy Football Draft last night crashed for three hours? Ooh. Good thing I got mine in on Monday. 7 Eastern to 10 o'clock Eastern, and other parts had even longer problems. And, of course, customer service being what it was, uh, you know, you imagine me doing customer service. What the bleep is wrong with you? I'm trying to draft. I got 30 minutes, and it cuts. And I would like, you know, I would probably type back, sounds like a personal problem. Fuck yourself. And hit send, and, and, you know, I'd be out of a job pretty fast. And dudes get so fucking pissy if anything comes wrong. I mean, really, these guys, most of America, like, they're in the fantasy football draft night or what if one of, if not the most important night of their year. And if it gets fucked it's up, these, especially these sports dickheads, they, you know, they just get pissed off. And then the commissioner takes the brunt of it. And he's got to say, he's got to go. And it, it's, dude, CBS has always sucked. I mean, they... They they have good intentions, but really they really don't improve much every year, and they always fuck it up. I, I got to admit, Monday night ours went oh, ours went off, but I, I opened it in Firefox and the draft room didn't load, so I opened. But no, I opened everything it up in is another Safari. Okay. You know, if you opened it in Chrome, you wouldn't have it um, because it gave me problems. I don't know a decade ago, and obviously the technology has only slightly changed. Did I just use the word obviously? Stop it, Mish. <laughs> can't stand that word i hear it i hear that word so many times from these sports people and every time an athlete or a coach mentions the word obviously i change the station i believe that should be the post the post game drinking game whenever you hear a coach or a player if you're so fascinated by the post game press conferences 
Every time someone says the word, obviously, you have to have a drink. That's the ticket. That's the ticket. Obviously. Mr. Cabasa, are you ready for some football in 2021? Have you acclimated to the idea that September's here, summer's gone, and it's fantasy football season? I know you've drafted, you've got the mood set, but are you totally involved now? to watch some pro football coming off the olympics and coming off the euros was a great summer of sports as good as the olympics could be without without a crowd i was as far away from football as i could possibly be in sport sports wise i was right. watching other stuff i was enjoying other stuff and i wasn't ready for football and then and then uh you know the browns started to, and i hate preseason <laughs> too i fucking hate preseason but I started paying attention because I started paying attention a little bit because, hey, okay, I'm going to watch some Browns preseason because, hey, this is it. I think this might be the best shot this since 1986 that we got it going to the big game, big daddy. So I, I, I pretty much, you know, it was, uh, it wasn't, didn't take long to knock the dust off and get back in the game. I did some, I did my prep for my drafts enough. I mean, more, I don't ever do a lot of, of, I mean, I do some prep, but I don't have like a game plan. I'm always got my head on a swivel, and I'm taking taking what sure. is given because I'm working for a living, dude. So I, I had my guys. I got my fucking guys. I had like a two or three guy depth chart, but really the last, I mean, three shit over three quarters of my draft was you know on the fly, taking what they're given because I'm working for a living. I um I always go in with a plan again to find my running backs. And I will build wide receiver groups. You know, I will find ways to win. I love the fact that I drafted a quarterback that could run the football this year. And I think that I'm going to grind my league in the mud. And it's hard to grind in the mud. But I'm going to put my in my games in 2021, I'm going to grind you. I'm going to win by three points. I'm going to win by eight points. <laughs> and there will be a week where Lamar Jackson is a 35-point scorer. And I'm going to have a great time, great time. Mishy. I'm going to crush. Yes, sir. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Who's your backup quarterback? I never draft a backup quarterback. He never drafts a backup quarterback. Never. Ever. No chance, no how. I don't have uh, – I take uh, – I take a lot of young players as well. Um, for instance, the Jacksonville Jaguars interest me because I'm wondering if Urban Meyer is going to be the next evolution, revolution of the pro game. I brought that up over the summer, and it's a curiosity. There's every chance that Trevor Lawrence throws the ball 50 times a game. How you doing? This is not Madden. This is pro football. And How you doing? He's on my bench. There you go. And the idea that there are some wide receiver groups on some bad teams caught my interest in the offseason. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I have my Super Bowl picks ready to go. I can get a spoiler alert right now. Are you ready? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I'm going to press a button. I'm going to press a button. I'm going to press this button right there. Spoiler alert. I got, I have... Ten dollars that the Cleveland Browns and the Washington team football, the WTFs, ten dollars that 
those two clubs from Cleveland and Washington are going to the Super Bowl in 2022 for the 2021 season. Hey, oh, my, my $10 will pay $1,600. Damn. I've been to the sports, you know, I've been to the sports book and I already put that $10 down. That's a done deal. I saw that last year where I said to myself, the Cleveland Browns are the next team up. And I said it on the fantasy football ferocity that the Redskins are going to win the Super Bowl next year. Michi has a way, you see. That's why I'm America's commissioner. That's why I have a gong. And that's why, and I thank you, that I get invited back to, to uh, help you, help everyone listening, have some fun, maybe win a dollar or two, but certainly win some fantasy football games. Mr. Kilbasa, I'm at your service. Are you ready for some football, brother? <laughs> Now that the preseason is in the books, now that Michi is back in the muscle car screaming down the road and Hemi-powered drones screaming down the boulevard, girls comb their hairs in the rearview mirrors, and Johnny Kobasa's always looking hard. Looking hard. With that... You, you want to do it? You want to go lightning round through the entire slate of a new day in the National Football League, Michigan? I would like to thank everyone for listening. I would like to remind everyone at this point to pause. Get your crayons out. Because we're ready to rock and roll. This is going to be great. I'm ready. Where? Off we go. We're going to put three minutes on the clock, and we are going to scream through their week one. Slate of games. Mishy's going to have his gong. He's going to tell you what to do. He's going to tell you what not to do, and I'm going to chime in. We're going to go through the starting week of the year, and we're going to start right at the top tomorrow night. Actually, probably tonight by the time you uh, listen to this. Enjoy. Yeah. Mishy. The Dallas Cowboys taking on the Goat Farm on a Thursday night to kick things off. We're going to start talking about it for three minutes starting now. I'll tell you what, Mr. Kibasa, it's a beautiful thing. And I heard this earlier today on some um, terrestrial radio, but I was thinking this and we've discussed it. It's great the way some sports pro teams have started to take care of their business at the start of the season. Great matchup, Brady, Cowboys. Everyone thought there would be a lot of Cowboy chatter. I personally um, have, was off the Cowboy bandwagon. And I got to tell you, Mr. Cabasa, I'm going to jump back on it in week one. Dak Prescott will be the best quarterback you on the field. You played possum all preseason. All preseason. Playing possum. I have... I have Dak Prescott being the best quarterback on the field. No comment. Oh. You drafted you drafted Tom Brady fantasy football based on last year. My comment is congratulations. Now you're going to live with it. How you doing? The the Cowboys defense is bad. This will be what they call in the books an over game. This the over under is 51 points. Ooh. And the Cowboys are now getting eight and a half points. Everyone's hating on Dallas, and that's easy, but it's not going to happen. Ezekiel Elliott, 
course he's a touchdown maker. The question is, which wide receiver will be the big wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys? Mr. Kabasa, I'm asking you. C.D. Lamb. Is now, America, see, that's the bromance and the love affair. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it at all. The guy no one drafted, oh. Michael Gallup, will be a touchdown maker in this okay, game. Okay, Michy. Okay, Michy. And, and Mr. Cooper will have a nice game. Mike Evans and or Chris Godwin will not finish the game. Whoa. Ronald Jones, if you got him, start him. Yeah, Leonard yeah. Fournette, if you drafted him, that's your problem. And you drafted CeeDee Lamb, live with him, you're going to lose your game. I'm taking the Cowboys to win. Tom Brady to get about 15 fantasy points. Dak Prescott to get about 27. And the Cowboys come out and shock the world in week one. And you're going over? How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing the over. I'm oh. looking at the over. I might uh, I might buy a couple points there. I might do a same-game same parlay based on what I just said when I go back and listen to it. The touchdown makers – plus the Cowboys with the points or plus the Cowboys. And I might buy a point or two with the over under 51. I could see that. I can see the Cowboys scoring 28 points. The question is, do Tampa Bay score 24? I'm telling you, Cowboys are may or may not be for real, but Tampa Bay is the, uh, how do we say this? That's the pudding that you don't get to eat. Everyone looks at it. They want it, but they can't have it. Sorry, Tampa. So bad. So sad. Too bad. There you go. And that's going to be uh, an opportunity for our first wager of the season, Mishy. I'm taking you on the under for this game. I'm going to go under 51 points, and we're going to do it for a nice uh, Chilean sea bass dinner. I can do that. I can do that. I'm taking the under. I can uh, I can ask you. You want some coleslaw? Or you want some potato with that? I, I want uh, I want I want some of those really nice thinly cut fries that they do at the fancy places. Oh, fancy! Yeah, <laughs> you got it. You can come to. I'll, I'll fly you down to the beach for that. And I want some right, aioli right. to dip it in. I want to, I want like a cone yeah, of aioli. You can have whatever you want because you're not going to get it. The Cowboys are going to win this game. Done and done. No, I'm saying I'm taking the under. Oh, it does. Oh, you could take the under. I'll take the over. Yeah, you're taking. The I don't over. mind that. I don't have to buy points with you. In in the real world, I would, but with you, fifty one. You ain't buying shit. shit except Chilean sea bath. And on that note, we're gonna head to the first slate of man. We got a lot of games to go, bro. I, I, I don't Three know minutes, how. baby. Three okay. minutes. Three minutes. Here we go. The battle of I something or other. The Pittsburgh Steelers heading up the road to Buffalo to play the Buffalo Bulls. Everybody's high on the Bulls. Everybody thinks Ben ain't got it no more, except Steelers fans because they're too dumb to know better. And we're going to talk about the battle of it should be, you know, Western New York slash Eastern, uh, Western New York slash Western Pennsylvania. Mishy, three minutes. Boom. Big Ben. Three wide receivers, a rookie running back, good head coach. A defense that, in my opinion, you drafted too early because of the dramarific Watt brother, who still hasn't shown up to practice correctly. And I think Pittsburgh, I'm going to go down that line where Big Ben might be too big to hurt, too dumb to hurt. Father Time don't really care. 
you can get your hair cut short, try and look younger, Ben. It ain't going to happen. You're an old man with a beard by the time this season Let's starts. Hope. Let's hope. And there is every potential that the Steelers will be last in the in the North Division. Buffalo's supposed to play and win a Super Bowl this year. I had a premonition while meditating in the uh, in the uh, in the ocean. Well done. And the premonition is this, people. And I know I was kept off the air because America, the the world of sports, doesn't want to hear this. But there's going to be some injury alerts on the Buffalo Bills real fast, real quick. Why is that? Because they're overhyped and they have not enough depth. Plus, they can't run the football effectively. They don't have enough depth at wide receiver. And the kid named Allen is not going to survive unless he changes his game drastically. In 2021. So you're telling me and Zach last- Moss is a fraud. You're telling me Devin Singletary is not a touchdown poacher. You're telling me Matt Breida can't turn it on when he wants to. They could run a wishbone with those three guys. Yeah, but they're not going to. I am telling you that Stefan Diggs is still banged up. I am telling you that the rest, you know, there's a kid named Gabriel out there. He, I believe he's number 13 in, on the program, number one in your hearts, Western uh, New York State. But he will be the fantasy option, a kid named Gabriel. Mr. Allen's going to have to play above anything he's ever done, and I think it's going to come crashing down. Somebody's going to get dinged. Someone's going to get banged. And I think the Buffalo Bills are not the team people make them out to be. Again, the Steelers are the team people make them out to be. Wait, what does and that mean? They're not good? You're saying they're not going to be no, good? No, they're no good. Yeah, no, I wish they're, they're, they're not no good every year, but, dude, you can never count that out. And I need, for fantasy purposes, I need Najee Harris to be the bomb diggity rookie of the year, bro. Yeah, people. I ask people what happened to Edwards Clyde Hilaire, the high draft pick from last year from Kansas City. <laughs> Just go back one season. And there are other... Edward Clyde Hilaire. (laughs) What's his name? (laughs) That's his name, dude. Don't wear it out. Don't wear it out. But you wore out that timer. Make it quick, Michi. Come on now. Take any under in this game, and I don't care who wins. Someone has to win. Oh, you don't care who wins. So you're you're saying these two teams are not going to be a factor come the end of December, and you're just done with them. I am. Um, I'm looking for some fantasy love on either of those two teams, and I think people who think they found it are going to be disappointed. Well, I'm not going to be disappointed like you are going to be when Michi's New York Football Jets yeah. traveling yeah. down the road to start off a new life with a. Hey, this kid might have something going here to take on the old life of the New Jersey Jets. The cast-off Sam Darnold with a chip on his shoulder the size of I-95 in Charlotte, North Carolina. Home of the Four Horsemen. Home of Arn Anderson. Home of Tully Blanchard. Mishy. Come on now. Come on now for three minutes. Come on now. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna set you right if we don't be happy about our Jets. Here we go. The New York, the New York Football Jets. New coach, rookie coach, rookie quarterback. Big problems on defense. Big problems on the offensive line. 
They have some skilled wide receivers on paper, and their running game is a big question. If the offensive line comes together, the Jets are going to win four or five games. Oh, Thank you very much. Come on. Mr. Wilson is going, to, is going to be a really nice quarterback, and he may have some fantasy value. The um, Elijah Moore rookie that you drafted, the guy on the other side whose name just just I just blinked on no, the new kid, the, the kid that I uh, drafted, Corey Davis. Yeah, Moore, Elijah Moore. Uh, Corey Davis is on the other side. Yeah, he is. Uh, you draft people drafted him. He's playable in the in the world of Carolina. Sam Darnold is now in heaven. This is people think he's not going to make the most of his opportunity. Sam Darnold should be on your fantasy football team this year to start the season. He has Christian McCaffrey. He has one, two starting wide receivers. One of them, Mr. Anderson, used to play with Darnold on the Jets. Did you just tell old. did you just tell America that they should have Sam Darnold on their fantasy team? Oh, absolutely. Are you meaning like starting on your fantasy team or like have way at the team. end? Have him on your team. Have him on your team. Have him on your team. Missy, you're really going to start the, the season off with telling everybody something like that. 12-team leagues, 14-team leagues, and you're telling them to get Sam Darnold on their team. 10-team leagues. Go ahead and have it. Okay. Starting um, off starting off Darnold, bold this year, Missy. Darnold is in heaven, and everyone who's saying no, again, Mr. Anderson, and he played for the Jets. The Jets' defensive secondary is no, no bueno. Darnold is a two-plus touchdown maker, 300 yards in the air. Let's call it three touchdowns, and Mr. Wilson can't keep up. For fantasy uh, purposes, the third wide receiver on the Carolina Panthers, Mr. Marshall, I believe his name is. Dave Marshall. Nah, well, I'm not sure what his first name is. Terrace. Um, Terrace. That's his name. He is a name that should be on your waiver wire if you drafted him already – we should talk because we think alike. There are three wide receivers worth Wild and Christian McCaffrey. Don't forget about the tight end out there who on a week-in, week-out basis will score a touchdown. Carolina Panthers, in my heart of hearts, they're going to be one of the up teams this year, and they're going to shock a lot of people, and they're going to kick the Jets' ass. Okay, what about the best name in the NFL Rookie Chubba Hubbard. Chubba Hubbard. Yeah. The- Say it with me fast, people. I'm going <laughs> to Chubba Hubbard, Chubba Hubbard, Chubba Hubbard. Doesn't matter what Chubba Hubbard does. You got Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, but I mean, when we Chubb- can't count on him for more than like a game or two before he gets hurt again. McCaffrey, uh, in all walks of life, was the number one fantasy pick. He will reward you. Carolina Panthers are going to be a real good football team. They're going to shock the world this year. Shock the have, world. Uh, they uh, they are going to be better than the Falcons. I have them better than the Saints this year. And it's up to Tom Brady and Tampa to win the division because I got the feeling Carolina is going to be flirting with 10, 11 wins by the time this is said and done. Oh, bold, here first. bold. He was, Let's move he was, on He now. didn't Let's want people, on. he didn't want Sam Darnold to leave New York, but we'll, he'll be eating his words when they're good this year. Let's get on down the road to Tennessee. The Tennessee Titans. Hey, they can be good against, oh, is Arizona finally going to be good this year? I don't know, Michi. Arizona Cardinals. Tennessee Titans in what could be a 
Super Bowl preview for some people. <laughs> some people would think so. Um, Mishy, three yeah, minutes, yeah, starting yeah. now. Three minutes. All right, let me hit the reset, and we're going to hit the reset, and we're going to hit the start. You know, Arizona's coming, Mr. Kilbasa, to Tennessee to win this ballgame. Ryan Tannehill, however, is off his COVID list, and he's ready to go. Derrick Henry is, uh, for people who didn't know who Earl Campbell was, he's not Earl Campbell. He's Derrick Henry. Uh, Earl Campbell was um, one of the greatest. He was one of my he's favorite not Earl Campbell, but, of all time. But his three, four, five, four-year production is going to be better than anyone's, and Derrick Henry is a really amazing football player. The idea that the Titans are going to do something different doesn't exist to me. They're going to try and throw the ball. They may very well find some success somewhere. A.J. Brown is, is banged up. And you drafted him to be your one. And I'm telling you, there might not be the rewards you're actually looking for at wide receiver for A.J. Brown. Ryan Tannehill, if you're in a pinch, you drafted him to start. I'm not so sure. I'm getting the feeling this is going to be the Derrick Henry show, Derrick Henry show, Derrick Henry show. And there's an over-under of 52 in this game. And uh, this is certainly the under. On the flip side... Chase Edmonds is a, is a name you want to know about. Kyler Murray, did you draft Kyler Murray? Did you pass him up? What did you think about that? I always I pass thought, him up. Always pass him up. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, all those things are going to start. There's a name on the board named A.J. Green oh. for the Arizona Cardinals. No one that I've seen has drafted A.J. Green. In America, what happens when you think it's one thing? Mishy's about to change this scenario. A.J. Green, touchdown maker. Rebirth. The rebirth of A.J. Green starts this week. Is that what you're telling us? Uh, For a few weeks because there's a kid named Moore, M-O-O-R-E, Ron Day. Ron Ron Dale. Ron Dale. There you go. Um, The kid is exciting. He may be an answer to some Arizona problems um, in their passing game and their depth. I like Kyler Murray. I think he's really nice. I like the under in this game because both defenses are going to be improved and it's going to feel like an exhibition game with the sloppiness. So Derrick Henry's your must start. You drafted guys to start him. Julio Jones is a healthy wide receiver for the Titans. Do with this information what you will and get me the hell out of Nashville. With time to spare, Mishy. Now he's getting loosened up. All right. I'll always take you out of town with time to spare because we're heading back on down to Hot Lantel. The Falcons. And they all gave up on him last year. And they gave up on everybody last year. But, hey, why not start off with a squash match because whatever's left of the Eagles are coming to town, Michi. Philadelphia, Atlanta. This is about as even as it gets. Or maybe Atlanta's going to turn some heads. I think they might. Either way, we'll talk about it for three minutes. Starting now. Starting now. This is the Battle of the Birds being played in a dome. Doesn't it just seem like it should be in like the park? The, big the park irony. Oh, the irony, Mishy. Oh, there's no question. And the the juxtaposition, an irony of the two starting quarterbacks. You drafted Jalen Hurts. Why, America, did you draft Jalen Hurts? Why? Because he can run the ball a little bit, and he looks 
nothing like Lamar Jackson on the field, um, there's going to be some problems in Philadelphia. Miles Sanders had a great year at fantasy pro-wise till he got hurt. What do you got? You got a rookie wide receiver, Devonta Smith, who is, oh, just a little bit larger than like the Oompa Loompas in The Wizard of Oz. How you doing? How you doing? And they got two tight ends. Which tight end are you going to take for to score a touchdown this week? Dallas Goddard or Zach Ertz? Well, everybody kind of wrote off Zach Ertz last year. I think Zach Ertz has got a chip on his shoulder, and he's going to try to be coming back. I think he's going to have a nose for the end zone, Michy. All right. Zach Ertz is a touchdown stealer. Everyone gets Zach crayons squirts. out. The, uh, the opinion I put on Jalen Hurts is harsh, and the reason it's harsh is the NFL preseason is ridiculous. Um, we can't. I have no clue. I'm going on what I read by the beat writers, the videos that get sent to me by people at practices. And Jalen Hurt, he looks really good when he's wearing the red jersey, but it's going to be live ammunition from the Atlanta Falcons. Now, I got a question for you about your favorite team in the ADL, Mr. Kilbaugh. Sure. Matt Ryan, they passed on uh, his replacement to take the kid Kyle Pitts. Yeah. And may I? Who I dra- end up drafting quote, twice. You, ha- you have him how many times on your roster? Twice. So Pitts, Pitts. Yep. For Johnny Kilbasa. Kyle. Both his teams. Now, is Calvin Ridley going to be a true number one? For yeah. the yes, he Falcons. is. Yes, he is. Is is that make the rookie Kyle Pitts the guy who's going to make Mike or break Mike Ditka's fifty-year-old receiving yards for rookie tight ends record? Many great tight ends have come and gone. None of them have ever broken my Ditka's record. You're my Ditka. You're my Ditka. You're my Ditka. You're my Ditka. Yep. How about that? 50 plus years. And here comes a guy in the Atlanta Falcons. This fucking guy. Did you or anyone you know have any true belief that Mike Davis can be an RB1 for more than seven weeks? the Atlanta Falcons. Well, if he's going to do it, now's the time because you know that Wayne Gallman's always chomping at the bit to get in there. I liked him when he was with the Giants. Um, I liked him. I wondered what he was going to do out in San Francisco. They released him. He's very new to the Falcons, perhaps after everyone drafted Mr. Gallman. But Mike Davis on his own, you drafted him for a reason. Start him. You got Kyle Pitts. You got Pitts, Pitts. What is he going to do? Is he a touchdown maker, Mr. Kobasa? Yes or no? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what. The, the bottom line is uh, Matt Ryan still got a lot of weapons to choose from, Mishy, and we are respecting the three minutes, and we are getting on down the Rizzo. And we are going to Washington team football. That's right. We got a coast-to-coast battle here. The WTFs taking on the team from Los Angeles that nobody likes except Michi. The Los Angeles Chargers. It'll never sound right. The Chargers and the team football, Michi. Let's go to three minutes and get on down the road. They call it uh, Washington football team. As everyone has noticed, it sounds a little different here. It's Washington team football. And for the sake of argument, hashtag WTF. 
You need a further explanation? Hashtag what the fuck. Yeah, okay? Whiskey Tango Just Foxtrot. So you know. Washington team That's football, motherfucker. Right there, baby. Get some. The uh, Chargers um, perpetually start slow, and they're traveling coast to coast. The Washington football team, in my humble opinion, has the best defense on the field and an absolute wild card at quarterback in our friend, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Hey, Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic, as you know, um, um, if you ever read Animal Farm um, from back in the day, there is uh, four legs good, two legs bad. For Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's four games good, two games bad. (laughs) And we are going to ride that to the Super Bowl for Washington team football. Animal farm. The over-under of 44 points is probably the lowest of the week. Um, You drafted Antonio Gibson, touchdown maker. You drafted Austin Eckler, newsflash. He's banged up. Watch his status and look for the RB2. No one's going to pick him up. No one's going to do a thing. Pay attention to it. Terry McLaurin, touchdown maker. Yeah. Logan Thomas, touchdown maker. That's a running back, a wide receiver, and a tight end, plus Ryan Fitzmagic throwing three fantasy football touchdowns. People, that's 18 points plus another 10, 28 points. Fitzmagic as a top three fantasy quarterback. Take the over because the Washington defense is going to score a touchdown. There's the your defensive touchdown. Defensive touchdown. Of the year. Now, we can press some buttons and say that's a, a same-game parlay bet at FanDuel. In America, I will post a picture to Mr. Kilbasa. He'll put it on the link. He'll put it on the feed. I'm going for it. And if uh, Michi wins, he's going to, you know, well, he's got enough gas for his private plane. But I'll tip a little better. And I already tip well. You got Justin Herbert. Good luck to you. We spoke about the wide receivers um, um, being a great potential for the Chargers. Chargers are losing in week one. Redskins are going to chew them, spit them, and send them back the way they came to cry and their fans to cry. And so sad, too bad. Wow. Okay, there you have it. So much for the Chargers. I think I think Mishy was gonna draft Justin Hebert, and he's a little chapped now that he can't have him. So he's all against the Chargers now. <laughs> that is not true, man. All right. Okay. Well, speaking of ugly, let's go up to the Big D, the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Talk about a chip on your shoulder, Jared Goff. Has got to get off in Detroit. (laughs) And the Niners are coming to town. The Niners don't like traveling. The Niners don't like traveling to Detroit. They don't know who their quarterback is, but maybe they do. Does Jimmy G defend himself? Does he defend his job? Or does he peter out like Ray Wershing in 1981? (laughs) Michi, Detroit, Steak Sandwich City. Going to Rice Arona City, er, welcome in Rice Arona City. Let's talk about it for three minutes. Starting out, 
this is starting now. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is the starting quarterback. The scenario, America, that we talked about all summer is veteran quarterback, Trey Sermon as a rookie running back, will be the combination that makes it to the Super Bowl, potentially. I believe the 49ers, by the time their bye week comes, will somehow outsmart themselves and really cause a great kerfuddle in everyone's championship plans in wherever the hell they're from. They're not from San Francisco anymore. Jimmy Garoppolo and company are going to kick Detroit's ass. Is Garoppolo a fantasy quarterback this week? No. Raheem Mozart, the number one guy, is he a starter? Top five running back this week. You drafted Trey Sermon because you thought you were cute. You like the name. You know, you like the team, whatever you like. You, what his haircut, I don't care. Sneaky starter, touchdown maker in week one. The sacrificial lamb in this group will come from the wide receiver group. Debo got drafted. Ayuk got drafted. And one or the other, neither is going to score a touchdown this week. Neither will get to 85 yards. The man, of course, is Greg Kittle. You drafted him. He's a touchdown maker. He is on a mission to be the best tight end in pro football this year. Don't you wish you heard that before you drafted? (laughs) And in Detroit, the new coach, we don't know if he's a high school coach or college coach or a pro coach. But he believes in Jared Goff, the most inaccurate quarterback in football. Um, They got, I mean to tell you, they got grandma and grandpa, with apologies to their real families, at wide receiver. They got value in TJ Hawkinson because, because, just because, because, because. Jared Goff throws to the tight end. What, what, What running back in Detroit? You drafted DeAndre Swift. Um, for your fantasy team, Jamal Williams is going to be a better fantasy football player. Again, don't you wish we did this two weeks ago? <laughs> what I'm telling you is that the 49ers are going to dominate this ball game. And if you drafted Hawkinson as your tight end, start him. If you drafted the, uh, the DeAndre Swift as your running back, so sad, too bad. You're going to suffer and lose. The 49ers are, may or may not allow seven points in this game. There will be a Niner defensive touchdown. They're going to basically, everyone's going to be empty in that dome stadium in Detroit looking for a steak sandwich. Uh, It'll be over early. It'll be over so early that the running backs, both of them, have great value. How you doing? There you go. How you doing? Miss you laying it down for Steak Sandwich City. That's what we like to hear. Yeah, they're going down. They're going down. They're I, bad. You know, I've always had a soft spot in my heart for Detroit, and I let. Sure. I, know, I want to. I want them to do well. I want Jared Goff to shove it up everybody's caboose. Honestly, and he's been one be of fun. your fantasy darlings since you started playing. You know, Every, everybody loves playing. taking a dump on Jared Goff. It's pretty funny. And and I think you, he's got a lot and, to prove this year. He does, but who's he throwing to? Grandma and Grandpa. Who cares? And the tight end. And he puts it right end. in there. He puts it right in there. He never puts the ball right in there. <laughs> Ever does he put a ball right in. I've seen him play in person six times. He, I mean, I don't want to brag, but damn it, I could complete that pass. And he's 15 yards away. 
So Tom that, Brady would complete that pass. All right, yeah. so that means you're going to give me. I'm, I'm definitely. If you're going to give me seven and a half points, I'm taking it all day. Uh, you see, in that game, you could run a teaser on me. I'll give you a. T- I'll give you ten points. No, I'm taking seven point five. I'm taking seven. All right, for a case of rice aroni versus a proper uh, steak sandwich in Detroit, we both go. We enjoy. Versus a case of rice aroni for the. I'll take the case of rice aroni. Well, well, no. I mean, you're gonna you're, you. That would mean I would win rice aroni. How about rice aroni and steak sandwiches for the winner, and nothing for the loser? Bang the gong. You got a bet. They're gonna crush him. You drafted the 49ers defense. You're you. There's a touchdown. There's a touchdown coming from them. There you go, Mitchy. Calling the defensive week. touchdowns. All right, onward and downward to a game that I really don't care about at all. But hey, why not? Because my love affair with Russell Wilson ended a couple years ago, maybe a year or two <laughs> shortly. But hey, the Seattle Seahawks are going to Indianapolis. Seahawks, Colts, Michi. Oh, man. Who's playing quarterback for the Colts right now? Let's talk about it for three minutes. Starting now. The uh, the Seattle Seahawks want to feel really, really good about themselves. The Indianapolis Colts really need to feel good about themselves. The Seahawks will be uh, a conundrum team this year. Their defense won't stop a cold. The idea that the Indianapolis Colts have a cold at quarterback makes this game really interesting. I think that my man, Mr. Taylor, the running back from the Colts, is being dreadfully, criminally underrated, at least in the NFL.com fantasy football um, structure. They had him ranked uh, far too low. Touchdown maker, 150-plus yards. No question, no doubt. He is going to be the player on the field that's going to stand out the most, and he's going to do it all damn year long. So if you drafted Mr. Uh, Jonathan Taylor like I did, you too are, are part of the group known as the smartest people. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Carson Wentz is supposed to start, um, which is kind of interesting to me. Um, they got my second favorite hyphenated player, Ali Cox, as a tight end. We'll catch a touchdown pass. No one drafted him. So sad. Too bad. I'm just letting you know. There you go. My, Michael Pittman supposed to be sliced bread. If you listen to or read the prognosticators, uh, good luck to you. Paris Campbell is going to be a better player in this game. He's going to move the chains. When they think they're going to stop Jonathan Taylor, it's going to go to Ali Cox. It's going to go to Campbell. Pascal's going to get in, and then it's going right back to Jonathan Taylor. The Colts are going to run clock. You know, I mean to tell you there'll be eight seconds left on the play clock before they run another play. It's going to be one of those games in a dome that you should have went outside. T.Y. Hilton out for the year. Is he playing this year? He had neck surgery very recently, uh, ooh, two weeks ago, mm. and he may actually come back. So I don't know exactly what happened to my one of my favorite players, T.Y. Hilton. And yeah, he had neck surgery. He's uh, something's going on. Get well something's fast, T.Y. On. Get well fast. Oh, yes. No question. Beautiful family. If Have you met them? Uh, you have, beautiful you people. In there. Beautiful people. Beautiful people. And for the team coming in, 
to play the Colts, your Seattle Seahawks. You are off the Russell Wilson bandwagon. Is that correct? Yeah, I want to see the kid do well. I just he's not on my team, hasn't been for a while. I'm I'm back on Aaron Rodgers now. Uh, they are loaded with the uh, super high DK Metcalf and the uh, uber talented Tyler Lockett. I have um, I have Tyler Lockett as being the better fantasy football player, and I have a bit of uh, I had a premonition about my friend uh, DK Metcalf on a separate uh, trip, and I think DK Metcalf, with all the talent in the world, is going to be a crybaby like Des Bryant, and he's going your fantasy team will love him some weeks and despise him the next. You got Chris Carson, you got to start him. He's one of my favorite football players who is not on my team because people jumped because people like to take my players the year later. Um, I would like Carson to be a touchdown maker. Russell Wilson to be pretty average, pretty average. One touchdown, 270 yards. He may run one in. It'll be a close game. The Colts win. The Colts win. Seattle's going to be in last place in their division by the end of the year. Oh. Hard times ahead for the Seahawks, according to Michi. Okay. That's fine, man. But what isn't fine is driving to Cincinnati from any direction because it's just not fun to go to Cincinnati ever. Even though there's a river that runs right through it. The Kentucky Bengals, Michi. Only a three-point underdog against, I think, the most underrated team in the NFC, Michi, the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings, bungles, three minutes, Michi. Here we go. You and I have another uh, one. I appreciate that we don't see things the same way. I think that the Vikings are in big, big, bigger trouble than they were in last year. I think the Vikings will be looking for a new head coach. They're going to be looking for another quarterback. The Minnesota Vikings, in my opinion, will not be a 500 team. Whoa. And they're going to have some big problems. Whoa. I think that uh, the rookie uh, wide receiver, Jefferson, that took the world by storm, will be very average, be very normal. Adam Thielen is about as old as I am. Oh. Very competent in fantasy football. But oh. it's Kirk Cousins, and he's the problem to me. Oh. I think that his time is done. Oh. And you can give the ball to Delvin Cook 40 times a game. You drafted him for that reason. You got Delvin Cook on your team. That's a, that's a major play. Because he is going to be the productive player on the Vikings. I think the defense is completely overrated. Again, they'll be looking for a new coach. And while the Minnesota Vikings are traveling down the Ohio River, the big question in Cincinnati is everyone's had this summer. What is Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow is not far enough along after his surgery to be what we think he should be to start the season. He will throw an interception, maybe two. He will have a different kind of grease on his fastball. And it's going to take a minute for the Cincinnati Bengals to get their uh, game together. And for the first quarter, people are going to say, oh, the Vikings in Cincinnati, 0-0. By the start of this first possession of the second quarter, Cincinnati Bengals are going to grease 
the wheel and put up 34 points on the Minnesota Vikings. Wow. And two are coming from Mixon on the ground. Two are coming from Joe Burrow to Mr. Higgins and one to Mr. Boyd. And they'll kick an extra field goal, seven fantasy points for the defense, good production from the two starting wide receivers, the rookie Jamar Chase, the number five pick. I'll tell you what, he he's going to be fighting for playing time. Cincinnati, by the end of the first quarter, will be a team competing for the top three spots in the uh, – AFC North. We have a Bengals fan in the sausage hut, everybody. You know what they call him? You know what they call the quarterback of the Bengals in Kentucky? They just say Joe Barr. They don't say Joe, Joe Burr. They don't say Joe Burrow. They say Joe Barr. I, I tell you what, Joe Barr gonna be healthy. I mean, I tell you what, he could be good, man. We have them Kentucky Bengals at Joe Barr. Joe Burrow, yeah. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Bengals plus three. All Take right. the Bengals. You could take them to win. It'd be a good payday for you. And that you can take to the bank because I am Michi and I know what I'm talking about. There you go. And I know how to get out of town. Get me out of Cincinnati. All right. Let's go on up. One time. Get me out of Cincinnati. Get me out of Kentucky. That's what she always used to say. Let's go up to New England, Michi. New day in New England. And it's a new day in Miami, too. I think these are two interesting teams to look at here. An AFC battle right off the bat. Dolphins, Michi. Or Dolphins, Patriots, Michi. Let's talk about it for three minutes. These two teams will be one and two in the AFC East. And off the top of my football brain the patriots are going to win this division the miami dolphins over oh, three four weeks ago i was saying to myself no i think miami's a really big underdog to take this division this game will go a long way um to decide that because that one game is going to matter at the end of 17 all those new rules and such rookie quarterback for the patriots from alabama Second-year quarterback, might as well be a redshirt freshman from the University of Alabama. Which of these two young people do you like to have a impactful fantasy football career, Mr. Cavasso? I, I think two is going to have a few good years. I think, um, what's his name, Mac the Knife? Mac the Knife, yeah. Mac the Knife is going to be. <laughs> I don't know. I think Mac Jones is going to have a tough row to hoe. I don't know if he's going to be able to handle the hood. It's going to be It's going to be tough. There's going to be a lot of pressure on him. But, but then again, maybe uh, maybe Josh, what's his name, will make it easy on him. Maybe they're building their offense around him. I mean, they cut they cut Cam Newton. I mean, they, they must have a lot of confidence in this kid. So, whoo-wee. In this game, the New England Patriots are giving the Miami Dolphins three points. So the smart guys in the desert think this game is about even. The smart guys on the fantasy football ferocity are here to tell the people, defensive touchdown alert. Again? Uh Uh-oh. For both defenses. For (laughs) both defenses. Why? 
the Patriots got the rookie QB. There will be a fumble and or an interception. The Patriots have, in my opinion, are going to return to one of the top three fantasy defenses on the planet. Post-COVID, everyone's back. They're going to be great. If for some reason they're on your free agent wire, people, go ahead and pick them up. The Miami Dolphins are in the same boat. This over-under is 43 points. 22, 23-21 is going to, they say, they say, they say, is going to be the final score. I'm here to tell you, if you want to tease that a little bit, fine. But that game's going under. This is going to be a defensive schlabernaka. Damian Harris, you drafted him with high expectations. You will meet them, the high expectations. For the Miami Dolphins, what are you doing at, at running back? Did you draft Gaskin? He's going to get you seven fantasy points and a headache. Did you draft any of the wide receivers now available on the Miami Dolphins? If you did, I wish you luck, and I really want to know. I really want to know why. Michi at the beach on Twitter, all right? Why you took the Miami Dolphins wide receivers over a couple other teams. This is an under game in any reality. The Foxborough 4 o'clock reality is way under. Devontae Parker is going to be nice eventually. Jason Waddle, if you're in a PPR league, the rookie out there in Miami, might be the best wide receiver for this particular game. Take the under. Don't start the rookie quarterbacks. Take the running back for New England stardom. And wing on a prayer. Take a nap. Eat some turkey. Take a nap. Because unless you're a fan of one of these two teams, it's going to be a defensive slugfest, a punt fest, and an under game all day long. Bang the gong. Get it on. It's a done deal. All you right. don't agree with me, do no, you? No, that's all I need to hear about that, man. It, yeah, this is that's a that's a toss up and a half, man. And you don't know what's going to happen with either of these teams, and that's all we need to know because the big game of the week, yeah, is happening at four twenty six p.m. when America's team. The Cleveland Browns are going back to the scene of the crime to play, oh, the best player in the league, probably. The best team in the league, probably. Who knows, Michy? The Cleveland Browns and the Kansas City Chiefs, the marquee game of week one, as far as I'm concerned. What do you think for three minutes? I think, Mr. Kavasa, that I need to know from you touchdown makers for the Cleveland Browns and I will counter with touchdown makers of the Kansas City Chiefs you go first who's getting in the end zone for the Cleveland Browns Nick Chubb is definitely getting into the end zone for the Cleveland Browns and Kareem Hunt is definitely getting in the end zone for the Cleveland Browns and oh yeah if Odell Beckham plays He's getting in to the end zone for the Cleveland Browns. And you know who else is going to, that nobody's going to see? Harrison Bryant, the third tight end. There you go. Harrison Bryant going to poach a touchdown from your fantasy team. If you were to put $10 
on that same game parlay, it would pay over $1,700, Mr. Kielbasa. Put it on there. Put it on there. I'm going to do a screen capture right now, <laughs> and when I go to the casino, I'm going to do it for you. <laughs> However, I'm going to add that Tariq Hill will not score a touchdown in this game. The Cleveland defensive secondary is much improved. Kelsey, you're not going to keep him out of the end zone. Edwards, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, thank you very much, <laughs> cannot score a touchdown. He will get the ball three times inside the five, but he will not score a touchdown. Mercole Hardman will be a touchdown maker. The backup Super Bowl guy, Daryl Williams, will be a touchdown maker. And we will have mostly what would be considered a shootout. The Cleveland Browns defense will find the way to harass your favorite player, Patrick Mahomes. Take Cleveland and the points, six and a half. Wow. And that's a lot. That's far too many points. And take this game over under a 54. Take it to the over. Take it to the Cleveland Browns making or missing a field goal. To win this game, it's going to be that close. Oh, and I don't even know who our kicker is this year, man. I think we got rid of the dude that we normally have. And you know what? We can't have games coming down to fucking field goals, guys. Chase against McLaughlin, I don't know who that guy is. Chase McLaughlin, wasn't he on Full House or something like yeah, that? Yeah, no, he was on Home Improvement with Jonathan Ty Bryan and uh, whatever, the other guy. Uh, now you put the good kiss, kiss of life on him. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> That's the one. Charles Houghton the third, whatever his name is, yeah. he's going to make or break this game. Okay. And this it's a four o'clock game. The schedule makers put it there for a reason. Must see NFL TV. Yeah, and and, and, and dude, Mahomes is going to be like, yeah, you guys knocked me out of the game early in the playoffs. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back to you and remind you who I am for an entire game. So it's going to be tough. We're going to have 31 points ain't going to win it, Mishy. 31 points ain't going to win it. Let us let me ask you a question, Mr. Kilbaugh. Sure. All right. The Cleveland Brown defensive secondary is much improved. Their, offense, their defensive line continues to be stellar. I have drafted them everywhere I could in fantasy football for the sake of sacks. There will be interceptions. There will be defensive touchdowns. In this game, they're going to have to survive. And I think the key to shut down either the tight end or the wide receiver, Tariq Hill, or the tight end in Kansas City will be successful. And the blueprint to take out the Kansas City Chiefs in 2021 will be established by your Cleveland Browns. And this game's coming down to the wire, and I'm going to flip a coin. Heads, the Browns win. It's heads. Take the Browns. Take the Browns. You feel funky, take the points. But enjoy one of the premier games. Baker Mayfield will be fine. I hope Odell Odell Beckham plays. Um, My favorite, third favorite hyphenated person, Peoples-Jones, will have a nice game. But I agree with you. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt get the job done. I think Nick uh, Nick Chubb is about the best running back in pro football. And if I, I had a chance to draft him early, I took Derrick Henry instead. 
and I hope I'm not made to regret that. But this, uh, you got Nick Chubb on your fantasy football team. Happy days are here. And again. He's, yeah, and he's gonna, but he's giving away 800 yards of Kareem Hunt. But that's fine with me because I didn't draft Nick Chubb. Anyway, there you go. That's the premier <laughs> game, Mishy. But speaking of yeah. not the premier game, <laughs> let's talk about your New York Football Giants playing in New Jersey against the Denver Broncos for about three minutes. What do you say? If, uh, three if minutes. It's a beautiful. If it's a beautiful day in September in New Jersey, it'll be a very blue sky. It'll be about 74 degrees. And the Giant faithful will go to the game and they will tailgate and they'll have a great time. And there'll be scatterings of Elway jerseys and Floyd Little jerseys and things of that nature. This will be a very um, um, just a game I wouldn't go to, quite frankly. Um, the defense on Denver is supposedly elite. They're going to have to show me. Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback, that's very nice. No one's taking him for fantasy football purposes. And even though the two wide receivers are nice, Jerry Drudy and Cortland Sutton, Cortland Sutton's coming off a big, big injury last year, and I'm not trusting him. The Giants are going to put their guy on Jerry Drudy. And the Broncos are not scoring a lot of points in this game. Conversely, uh, Danny Jones now has some new weapons. It'll be the same old, same old from last year. Sterling Shepard is the one fantasy football guy you can rely on. Touchdown maker. Is Shaquita Barkley going to play? I don't know. Is he going to play a lot? I don't know. The under and over is 41 and a half. That's basically next to next to nothing in the National Football League. And I'll tell you what, for a nickel, I would tease this and take the under. Go to Presby Gardens in Montclair, New Jersey. Take a nice stroll around. Maybe go to Chinatown in New York City. Maybe stroll around. Check. Uh, hopefully I have none, no players on either football team. And call it a beautiful day in the Garden State. So you're telling me my my master plan of putting Melvin Gordon as my flex player all year isn't isn't really a good idea, Michi? No, I'm t- well. You see, the the running back situation in Denver is complicated by the hype. I think Melvin Gordon is a phenomenal running back. Is he going to get you 85 yards, 30 yards in the air, and maybe get into the end zone? Yeah, that's about it. So if you have Melvin Gordon or Barkley for the Giants. I'm starting Melvin Gordon. Touchdown maker. Okay. That's what I needed to hear. Or maybe that's what yeah. you're just feeding me, so I'll start him when I play you. I know. I'm a big I'm a big fan of uh Mr. Gordon. It's just I'm not a fan of either of these two teams this early in the year. This'll be like an exhibition game. Um more penalties and punts than points. Punts, more punts than points. <laughs> more penalty, more penalties and punts than points. Penalties and punts and per point. And does, has anybody ever done that math? That's a great. That's a great formula for something. I don't know what it's a great formula for, but it's a great formula. It's a. Uh, it's it's it's. I'm America's commissioner. Where are we going? For next? a reason, everybody. <laughs> and here we go. Uh, we are not going to New Orleans because they are playing this game where in Jacksonville, the New Orleans yes. Saints. Everybody affected by Ida, we're with you. We're with you. Taking on my guy now, Michi. My guy. 
Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. He makes it look too easy. Let's make let's hope that he continues to make it look easy with one of the best receivers in football. Then what do you got in New Orleans? Who knows what you got going in New Orleans, but it seems like these guys play five times a year. It seems like they're always playing each other. I don't know, Mitchie, but let's talk about it for three minutes in week one. Famous Jameis is now the uh, quarterback in New Orleans. Is he going to be on a uh, split time with Taysom Hill? Does it impact your fantasy football team? Huh, you betcha. Alvin Kamara is the one. He has never been the true running back. He's been the pass-catching um, running back with some running skills. Drew Brees threw ooh, 40% of the time to the running backs. Famous Jameis is historically at 15% at throwing to the running backs. If you drafted huh? Alvin Kamara to be a top five fantasy guy for the season, you're not going to win very many games. Wide receivers, Michael Thomas is not going to play. The drama out there has been spoken of. I don't care. The kid in the preseason, a kid named Callaway, Marquez, Marquez, I'm not sure how he pronounces it, will be a very viable wide receiver because Jameis Winston throws the ball downfield. There's a tight end named Troutman. No one's drafted him. You'll see him in a couple weeks being a nice player. The Saints, in my opinion, with uh, Jameis Winston, um, will compete because their defense is good, better than most, but the mistakes that are in Jameis Winston's DNA, I don't care how much time you spent next to Drew Brees, will not be eliminated. (laughs) Green Bay Packers need to win a Super Bowl. And they need to win it last year. And Aaron Rodgers, um, the drama-rific of of his summer is, again, well noted. But Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams might as well be Montana to Rice. They're that good. Aaron Jones, touchdown maker in this game. Scantling, let me get this guy's name right. Valdez, Scantling, something, something. Let me get his name right, America. Because the Green Bay Packers are going to have a couple of touchdown makers. Marquise Valdez-Scantling. How you doing? Touchdown maker. A.J. Dillon might get in the game in the fourth quarter and get some garbage time. But the Green Bay Packers are giving points. They're in Jacksonville. The city of New Orleans, um, they've been fighting over gasoline. And I have uh, personal acquaintances, Mr. Kilbasa who said, I rode out the hurricane, but I don't want to see the violence of people fighting over gasoline at, the, at, at anywhere where they sell, you know, they sell liquor at gas stations in, in New Orleans and Louisiana, and people get nuts. So they got out. And the chaos that they're um, going through, I, again, we wish them well. We wish that their football team had a chance, but the Green Bay Packers are going to cover. They're going to dominate. And if you took the Packers' defense, they're going to get you 8, 12 points. You took the Packers' defense because they're playing against the uh, interception machine, Jameis Winston. (laughs) They're going to help you well on the way to having a quality defense in your lineup. I'm not saying a defensive touchdown, but what I am saying is the Packers handle their business and they make a statement. 
And the statement is, we need to win the Super Bowl. They're going to take care of their business, period. I mean, if I wasn't going to the sports book, Mr. Cabasa, I'd take a ride to go see that game. I can score an easy ticket. But uh, I'm going to go to the sports book and watch, and watch all the games. That's yeah. going to be fun. That's going to be a good time, man. Nothing like week one in the NFL. Oh, nothing like it's it fantastic all right where are we going next mr Kilbasa? where are we going next mishy we are going to all the way out to los angeles to the team that everybody likes in los angeles the los angeles rams look out nfc because they've got a team in los angeles now and they're playing <laughs> I'm guessing less than one. I, I think his first and only game as a starter for the Chicago Bears, the Red Rocket, the Red Rifle. I, I think he's just, he is going to fall on his face faster than uh, spaghetti, a, a, a pizza full of spaghetti in Chicago, Michi. Let's talk about Rams Bears for three minutes. Starting now. Starting now. The. Uh... 49ers are another team with Super Bowl aspirations. Um, the idea that, excuse me, the Rams are another team with Super Bowl aspirations. Their coach thinks he's the smartest kid on the planet, and he might be. Matt Stafford, the question we asked all summer, will this be a rejuvenation, a rebirth, a reset? of fantasy football Matt Stafford from six, seven years ago where he threw for 40, damn near 50 touchdowns and well over 5,000 yards. Now, they had Cam Akers all summer. If you drafted early in the summer, you drafted a kid who's not going to play. They now have a running back by committee in Los Angeles. No fantasy help. Mr. Uh, Woods and Cooper Cup. At wide receiver, of course you drafted him. Of course you're playing them in this game. Mr. Stafford will throw for three touchdowns. You drafted him. You started him. Please start him. The Bears are no good. The Bears are another team like the Minnesota Vikings that are going to be looking for a coach very, very soon. And the quicker the Bears go to Justin Fields. So, you're, so Mishy, what do you, what's the your expectation of – before the talk about being on a short lease, the shortest leash in the history of the NFL, the red rifle. I mean, Oh, I thought it was the coach. Oh, for, for keeping Mr. the red Nagy rifle himself. in himself. Huh. Mr. Nagy is on a very short leash with the, with the bears faithful. Okay. Very short leash. And the general manager, Mr. Pace is as well. The sooner they go to Justin Fields, it's not going to help their football team per se, but it will help their future. The problem is really simply this. If Justin Fields comes in in the next game, second game, and Nagy and the rest of the Bears are bad, Mr. Fields is setting him up himself up in, to be in a position similar to Sam Darnold with the Jets, who's my head coach, another new system, another new offensive coordinator, and the kid's very talented. As for the Bears, I like Mr. Montgomery, Monty for president. I do not like him in this game. I have him on my bench. Mr. Mooney is a young wide receiver that is on most people's free agent list, and I would keep a big eye on him. Allen Robinson is like the $17 million man, still only 27 years old, and 
it won't matter as long as Andy Dalton's the quarterback. In fact, the Bears are in big trouble against the Rams. Big mm-hmm. trouble all over the Rams. Their wide receivers, potentially their tight end. And I think the Rams are going to throw the ball all year long. And we are going to see the revival of one Matthew Stafford. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the stage is set for Matt. For the stage is set for his return. Man, he's got all he needs. He does. And the question of depth in the wide receiver room for the Rams will come up eventually. It won't come up in Week One. Their defense is a must start. Andy Dalton at quarterback. You could easily put the Rams in the defensive touchdown category this week. I'm not next to my gong, so I can't certify it, America. But you know as well as I do, you got the Rams D, you drafted them way high. If you're going to walk into a sports book in one of the few places, if you're going to do it online, again, I don't have the gong to verify that defensive touchdown, Mr. Cabasa. <laughs> but I am here to tell you, Rams will take care of the business. And ba 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 ba, that's got to be three minutes. Wow. You're saying okay, another defensive touchdown? I guess week one probably potentially. Oh, potentially, you're not, you're not saying that's a you're not you're not calling that one. I do not have the stamp. I do not have the gong uh, mallet nor the gong in front of me. I All do right. not have the stamp. We'll I'm not it. comfortable. We'll keep it. You threw it out the people, window. People use your own. You know, take take with it from you what you will. If you have it in you to see that, play it. Next team. And the final game of week one. The Monday Night Classic. The Las Vegas Raiders finally getting to have some fans in their stadium. Going to welcome in the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, this could be an interesting game, Mishy. Let's talk about it for three minutes. For three minutes, Chucky versus Harbaugh. A rebuilding Raiders team, a perpetually rebuilding Raiders team. I like Derek Carr as a quarterback. Um, I... You know, he's somewhere way down and never going to be drafted on one of my teams. But I like him. I like the idea that Edwards, their young wide receiver, is a nice player who's going to have opportunity. I like the kid on the other side out of, uh, oh, I just lost his name. Um, Another young player. And, of course, the star of the show is Darren Waller, who is just an amazing tight end. They will score points. If you, if you drafted Josh Jacobs, you drafted him for a reason. You don't worry about the new guy they brought in. Jason Drake. Jacobs, yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Jacobs is a fine fantasy football player. If you were in need, he's your RB2 or 3, not your RB1, which he never really was. So he settled himself into a point where he can help your fantasy football team. 60 yards, 70 yards, 30 yards in the air, and a touchdown maker. Very nice. The Ravens allegedly have a nice defense, but to me, it's going to be more like the preseason. They're going to be a little sloppy. They got their injuries to your man DK Dobbins at running back. It's now the Gus Edwards show. And if you watch the news, uh, Dr. Le'Veon Bell was signed to the team. That should be (laughs) fun. And uh, Marquise Brown on one side and a healthy Sammy Watkins on the other. Get your crayons out, America. A healthy Sammy Watkins, Marquise Brown, and Mark Andrews. And Lamar Jackson is as talented a quarterback as we've ever seen. His next development will be in the air. He's already the best running back on the team. 
but I have a feeling Mr. Jackson's going to come back with an MVP baby style season and it starts in Vegas and the Ravens are going to take care of their business against uh, Chucky and his Raiders and they're going to do it in dominating fashion I would take the over I would lay the points I would go to oh let's go to brother Sammy Watkins as a touchdown maker Mr. Jackson as a touchdown maker on the ground Gus Edwards as a touchdown maker and for the sake of argument, the tight end. The Ravens will score 30-something points. The Certainly the Raiders are going to score 24 to 27. It's an over game. It's Monday night football. It'll be great weekend of professional football. America, I'm missing. You can find me on the beach. And that's Johnny Kilbasa. And you can find him everywhere. And the fantasy football ferocity is on point. I hope you enjoyed the program. Whew, just like that, Mishy, we're back into the regular season. You are America's commissioner. You're the best in the business. And all you chumps on TV, you're welcome. So you can fucking steal all that stuff and use it like you thought of it. Mishy, we'll see you next week, if not before, as 30 podcasts in 30 days rolls on, rages on in the Sausage Hut podcast. That's right, everybody. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, week one. I'm going to the casino. I'm going to take pictures. I'm going to post a Michi on the beach. I'm going to send them to the Saucy Hut Nation. And it's going to be a beautiful week, Mr. Kielbasa. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Johnny Kielbasa. Yeah. Johnny Kielbasa on Twitter. Johnny Kielbasa rocks on Instagram. JohnnyKielbasa.com. Subscribe to the Sausage Shop Podcast. I talk about everything. How about Cyberpunk 2077? How about Pudding Masters? How about Falling for Fallout 76? How about Let's Watch the Prices Right? We got everything you want to listen to and laugh and enjoy shit. And we're, we don't ask you to think a certain way. We just ask you to think. And get vaccinated, you dope. We'll talk to you next week on Fantasy Football Ferrazzi, and I'll talk to you tomorrow on 30 Podcasts of 30 Days, baby.